Hello, hello. Welcome to Chaos Under Control. My name is Emily Richardson, and I am the host and the creator of this podcast. If it's your first time joining us today, welcome, welcome, welcome. We are so excited that you're here. I do encourage that if you have the time, you go back and listen to some previous episodes from season one, just to kind of get the feel of what this podcast is all about, what our mission is, and just kind of fill yourself in on some previous episodes with a lot of good information. So I definitely recommend that, but nonetheless, I'm so pumped that you're here. If it's not your first time joining us and you have chosen for a second, third, however many times to take time out of your day to listen to this podcast, you are awesome and I am so thankful for it. So thank you for coming back again. So today's episode, we're going to dive right in here in just a minute. But before we get started, I wanted to run this by y'all one more time. I said it in a previous episode. On my Instagram page, it's Emily G. Richardson. If you go to my bio, there's a link and you can click it and you'll see a box when you click it that says anonymous podcast suggestions and you can tap that box and it'll take you to this page where you can anonymously submit ideas for the podcast. If you have uh, um, suggestions for episodes, if you have any kind of feedback, you can do it there. If you do have a review you would like to leave, that is for the review section on the podcast itself. And please feel free to utilize that. Every time you leave a review, whether it's a written review or just the five stars, it's going to put our podcast higher up on the search page so other people can find it and they can be part of this. But if you have ideas for episodes, any feedback that you would like me to use for the furtherment of this podcast, please feel free to submit it on the anonymous Dropbox page and I will get that in my email. It won't have a name on it. It will just be the submission itself and I will utilize that for further episodes. So diving right in now that we've covered the announcements, but I am so, so pumped because today we are going to be talking about our what episode and this episode is about FOMO. So we're doing the who, what, when, where, and why series and today's what episode is FOMO and what you can do about it. Now FOMO to me, which I'm going to go ahead and tell you what I think it is. I think it is just more than the fear of missing out. I think it is when you take the fear of missing out and the underappreciation of staying in, if that makes sense. So FOMO to most people, if you ask them, they say, oh, it's just the fear of missing out. But why do you even have a fear of missing out? Because you don't have the joy of staying in. So That kind of all goes hand in hand to me as the definition of what that is. So the idea of today's episode is to address FOMO, why we have it, what it is, and turn it into JOMO, the joy of missing out. That's where we're going with this. So just bear with me. I truly hope that you enjoy this episode and let's get started. So why do we have FOMO? Why is it there? Who put it there? And what's the deal with it? To me, society, especially social media, likes to not emphasize the importance of rest and mental health. Now, if you have had social media for five seconds, Instagram, I've heard TikToks this way. I used to have a TikTok when it like first came out and I just couldn't keep up. It wasn't for me. But a lot of people have Facebook's kind of steering away from the the stigma of looking good, being perfect, I feel like. I think Facebook's going more towards the like, 
family reunion, family pictures sort of thing. Not really the glamour side as much as Instagram, TikTok, that sort of thing. But if you've had social media for any amount of time, you know that there is a lot of stress for a lot of people who have social media because they want to look perfect. They want all the likes. They want everyone to notice them. They want to be relevant. And so social media is trying to make everyone relevant or everyone wants to use social media to make themselves relevant. And so because of that, we're not really putting our mental health on a platform anymore. We're kind of pushing that to the back. We're saying, nope, you know what? It might be stressing me out that I've only got 68 likes on this picture, but this girl that I follow has 6,000, so I need to figure out what she's doing. I'm going to go buy that shirt she's wearing and spend out of my means so I can have that shirt. I'm going to get lip injections. I don't want them, but I'm going to get them because that's going to help. I'm going to do all these things. And I'm here to tell you, we've all been guilty of it, especially me. But now that I've figured out what FOMO is, I've really processed it. I don't struggle with it like I used to. It used to be bad, and I'll explain that later. But now it's just not something I struggle with, and I'm so thankful for that. So my experience with FOMO, and again, if you've listened to these episodes, you know that I lived in Nashville. I basically lived the life every 21-year-old wanted to live at that point, and it was great. I don't regret the fun that I had. It was so great, but there's no way I could do that now. I'm too tired at 7 (laughs) o'clock, but I lived in Nashville for a while, and I had a great time, and one thing that I was notorious for is I was a server in a restaurant, and I would work doubles on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays. That's the only days of the week that I worked, but I would go in at 10 o'clock, and I would get off about 10 o'clock every night, so I would go to work and I would touch up my makeup and my hair at work when I got off and I would leave and go straight out to the bars. Now, Nashville has the strip that they call Broadway, which is where all the tourists go, where the bachelorette parties go, that sort of thing. I would go there occasionally, but if you live in Nashville, you don't go to Broadway. You don't like Broadway. It's not fun. It's just too busy and it's just not the place to be after you've lived there. So I would go out to other bars that were kind of like the hidden gyms where all the locals went, but they were still super fun, great time. But I would go there, and a lot of times when I went out, I would run into celebrities. I've met just at bars. I've met John Party, Brett Young, Cole Swindell, Tucker Bethard. Like, I've met everybody, and it just happens. You're just at the bars there, there, and sometimes they'll perform with open mic. Like it's not a big deal. And so I knew that. And I had this idea for some reason that since I was 21 and I was old enough to drink and I lived in Nashville, I needed to go out all the time. And on the nights I didn't work, I usually went out. I went out at least five nights a week, if not more. It was serious. Like that was what I did. How I afforded that, I don't know. I have no idea, but you know what? Whatever. So I had this fear of missing out that it didn't matter that I had to work a double Monday, Thursday, and Friday. On Thursday night when I got off work after working that double, I still went out to the bar and I still came home at two o'clock in the morning, went to sleep, got up and went back to work and did another double on Friday. And then after my double on Friday, I changed clothes, touched up my makeup. I went out to the bar again. And that's what I did because I had the fear of missing out, of meeting that celebrity, of being at that bar, whatever. And here's the thing. Every time you go out, there's not a celebrity. There are a lot of times, but not every time. 
But I forget that, you know, I lived in Nashville. Those celebrities also lived in Nashville. They went to those bars because believe it or not, even though they're famous, they like to have fun too. And so they were going to those hidden gym bars just like I was. And so it's not like they were there for one time and they were never coming back. But for some reason, those pieces didn't fit together for me back in the day. And so my mind was really jumbled up and all I could process and make clear was after work, you need to party. You need to party all the time. That's all you do. If you don't have milk for your cereal, just put some vodka in there and you'll be good to go. That was my thought process and my how the times have changed. <laughs> so here are some reasons that you or me don't want to miss out. And so these reasons are kind of more so from my experience, but you can alter them for your own, of course. So reasons you don't want to miss out because when you have kids, dot, 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 you hear that all the time. And I'm not saying that's wrong. When you have kids, things change absolutely. Not saying for the worst by any means, but they do change. And the life that I lived then, there's no way I could sustain a third of that life now for many reasons. But when you have kids, things do change. And so you have the fear of missing out because you know that one day you're going to have kids and responsibilities more so than now, and you're not going to be able to even attempt to do the things that you're able to do now. And that's very true. But don't use the fear of when you have kids one day as the anchor to hold you down and force you to constantly do and go and be parts of things. Don't let that be the excuse for you because that's not fair to you and it's not ideal by any means. I know now that I have kids or a kid, excuse me, let me calm down. Now that I have a child and two dogs, I'm so thankful that I got to experience that part of my life because it makes me appreciate what I have more now. But at the same time, also people told me for so long, you know, when you have kids, such and such, you're not gonna be able to do this, you're gonna be too busy. And I think that sentence and that just engraved in my mind made me be extra hyperactive to enjoy everything and be parts of everything. Whereas if people wouldn't have stressed that to me so much, I might not have overdone it so much. So I am grateful for the experience, but I probably could have, you know, done a little less, but I did. It is what it is. I have a child now, so that is long gone. So when you have kids, that's a huge one that people throw out. Also, one reason you don't want to miss out is that you forget that blank place will still be there. So that was my issue is that I had this idea in my head, not really, but for some reason it was like I thought that they were just going to tear down all the bars in Nashville, the bars that probably make $20,000 on any day, it seemed like so many people were there, but I had this idea the bars were just not going to be there anymore, and I had to eat them up while they were there, which to be fair, out of nowhere, I did meet my husband and get married three months later, so they did kind of get pulled out from under my feet very quickly, but that's not the point, so... You forget that they're going to be there. And so a lot of people with FOMO, they're like, I got to be there. I don't want to miss out on anything. Relax. The bar's not going anywhere. The pool hall, wherever it is, the mall. If you have to go to the mall all the time with your friends, you don't want to miss out. It's not going anywhere. It's going to be there. Breathe. Just take a deep breath. And you have to learn how to alter those things. So yeah, when you get older and have kids... The mall might always be there and you may not always be able to go, but you know what? When you have kids, you don't really want to go to the mall because it's stressful and there's a lot of people and germs and you have a baby and it's annoying. That's why the good Lord blessed us 
and invented Amazon Prime in someone's mind. He gave someone, he said, hey, I'm going to put Amazon Prime in their mind. They're going to invent it and they're going to further the kingdom of God because they're going to let moms stay home where they belong. So you have that. You have Amazon Prime. You have online shopping. You're altering your life, but you're missing out on the mall and the germs. And that is a blessing when you have kids. Let me tell you. Same with the bar. You may not be able to go out to the bar, but guess what? You're missing large crowds, standing in line, having to wear a bra past 9 o'clock at night, which should be a sin, first of all. It probably is, nonetheless. So you can stay home, pop open a bottle of wine, have a beer with your friends, relax at home, and still get that experience of relaxing, having a few drinks, having some you time. So your life alters, but FOMO makes you think that if you don't have it, you don't have it at all. You can't alter it. If it's not there, it's not there at all. So another reason that you don't want to miss out is we feel like there always has to be the next big thing. So again, back to social media, if you've noticed, people will post a picture and then it's like, oh, that's great. And then the next day they have to post a better picture or an equal one. A lot of the bloggers and influencers do that. And that's because they're fighting to stay relevant. They want to be noticed. They want to stay current. And what they posted yesterday doesn't matter anymore. Because now the thing about FOMO is that you can be a part of something today But that doesn't matter tomorrow. It doesn't matter that you went to the bar yesterday because if you miss out tomorrow, what it doesn't matter. You're not there. That's all that it is. So social media and um, being out at places are the same. It doesn't matter what you did yesterday. Today's a new day. You need to be relevant today. You need people to be jealous of you. You need them to want what you're doing and you need to be interesting. And so you have to be there. You have to be a part of it. You have to be involved. That's the kind of stigma that we have. And so an example of this is, do you remember if you've watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians recently, you'll know, and I don't know which season it is, but Kanye West came out with his clothing line and he flew Kim and her sisters, I think it was, to Tokyo to kind of showcase his clothes. And the way he did it, which is genius, first of all, he was not going to do like a runway show or anything like that. Kim Kardashian, his wife, gets photographed everywhere she goes all the time, no matter what. So he said, why don't you just wear my clothes so we can get free sessions out of it and the magazines will publish it and then... Here we are, free advertising, genius. So he flew her to Tokyo and he gave her all these outfits she had to wear. He had designers there to pair them up. And she would just like, she has one of her walking in McDonald's and he had photographer, the paparazzi was there. They were taking photos of her outfit, of her walking in and out of the hotel. There's one scene where she literally walked up to her room, threw on a coat, changed the shoes, put on like a fanny pack and walked back downstairs and paparazzi either didn't care or they just didn't notice and they were just snapping and snapping pictures she was modeling it off and that was how he advertised which is genius but she did that to stay relevant because every five minutes she had to go change an outfit she had to run in mcdonald's and then she was in the car changing to another outfit and she was doing all these things to stay relevant to get noticed to make sure that everybody wanted what she was wearing they wanted what she had and so that was the goal there Y'all, the AC just came on. I'm sorry it's so loud. I know you can hear it in these episodes, but I forgot to turn it off before I recorded. Sorry about that. But she wanted to stay relevant, and so she wanted to advertise his products and put it on social media and let people know she's in Tokyo. Like, she's living the life, hanging out in Tokyo, modeling all these cool clothes, and that's what we're trying to do. Granted, a lot of us aren't in Kim K's situation by any means, but that's what we're trying to do. 
But as a whole, as humans, we have the fear of missing out on a chance to be relevant. And by going and doing and posting, that is what contributes to relevancy to us. So in order to not miss out, in order to feel like we're a part of it and we're included and we are necessary, we go outside of our means, we put our mental health and our sleep to the side and we go and we participate in these activities and go to these clubs and we do all these things and we post all these cool pictures and videos and do these collaborations and whatever it may be. You do all these things because you need to feel like society sees you as important and sees you as an icon. And even if you think you may not be, you still kind of have that hunger. We all do because you want to be accepted. And people who want something from you or they're jealous of you, that makes you feel like you're relevant and you're accepted and you're high up and you have some sort of statement you've made. And it's honestly pretty awful when you think about it. FOMO can be a really flipped thing on your end and I've struggled with that and you know there were times I remember I had a sinus infection that literally I thought I was going to die because I had no idea if my lungs were still part of my body. I couldn't get any air. It was awful. I was so sick. I didn't go to work for like four days and I thought I was going to die but I had a sinus infection that was very bad And there was this little bar up the road in Murfreesboro where we lived. And that's like a city outside of Nashville. So I've lived in Nashville and then I moved to Murfreesboro right before I got married. And there was this little bar we used to go to, me and my friends from work. And it wasn't anything special, but it was a college bar because it was one of the few in town where Middle Tennessee University is. And so we would go there a lot and it was pretty packed on Thursday nights. It was the night everybody went out. But there was one night and I just was so sick. And my friend was like, you have to go. She's like, we haven't missed a bar night in like three months. You have to go. And that's saying something if I didn't miss that bar in three months. But I was like, okay, whatever. I was miserable. Literally miserable. I went out. I, you couldn't tell because I had so much makeup on. But I went out and I was in all the selfies. And I put a cute picture on my Instagram. And I remember this girl from my hometown commented on it. And she said, I'm so jealous of your life. And you know what's horrible? I got this sense of like, oh, I just was so happy when she said that. And I'm not a mean person. I pride myself in not being a mean person. But for some reason, knowing that I was relevant and someone wanted what I had, I was like, wow that's pretty cool. And little did she know I was wanting her life in that moment. I was so tired. I felt horrible. I did not want to be there. It wasn't fun. It was all for show. It was to show social media. My life's exciting. It's fun. Look what I get to do. That's all it is. So FOMO is a lie from both sides. It's the fear of missing out, which you shouldn't have the fear of because relaxation, self-care, mental health, and slowing down is so important. But also, Sometimes you think you have the fear of missing out on something, but it's not even worth being a part of anyway. Like missing out is the prize in the sense of the people that are there probably don't want to be there. Think about that. Do you know how many celebrities I follow on social media? And I'm telling you, there's a lot. And I've seen on their Instagram stories and their posts and their interviews or their TV shows. They're like, you know, we love our life. But at the same time, do you know how nice it would be to be with my child more than two days a week? Because I'm flying here. I'm flying there. I'm on tour. I'm doing this. I'm at this red carpet event. And I never see my child. My nanny that I pay is raising my child. Or my grand- or their grandparents. My parents are. Or I'm living out of a tour bus and I pay for this home that 
I don't even get to watch my child grow up in. So the people that you're jealous of and the FOMO you have because of their lives, they're probably jealous of you too. And they have some FOMO from you too. Think about how great it is for those of us that can show up ugly at our local gas station or grocery store with sweatpants and no bra on and our hair up in a mess. I mean, the lady at the gas station up the road from me has seen me at my worst, her and my husband, and they both love me. It's fine. So (laughs) you know what I mean. But people who are relevant, so to speak, and high class and the people that are jealous of them, you know, those kinds of people that are just living large, so to speak, they have a lot of FOMO too, because they have the fear of missing out on life for its simplicity and for what it really is more than just money, financial status, greed, social media. They have a lot of FOMO too. So you have to think of it that way. FOMO is always seeming to be you're missing out on great things as in money and big events. But let's not forget that everybody's human and everybody has FOMO. And a lot of times FOMO is people have the fear of missing out at time of sitting on their couch and watching Paw Patrol with their kids. Or people who may have a spouse or a relative that their sickness is detrimental and they're not going to make it much longer and they have the fear of missing out on time with them and they're jealous of people who get to hang out with their parents and grandparents or kids all the time that are healthy. Do you get what I'm saying? So FOMO can't just be the fear of missing out on parties and big events. It's more than that and it's pretty complex and it sees in the eyes of all social classes, all genders, all races, no one can be excluded from that, which is very unfortunate because it's not really a good thing, but it's just the facts of it. It really is. Now, here's a few more facts I'm going to throw at you, and I know I kind of went crazy there, but when you get passionate, it just happens. So here's a few facts I'm going to leave you with. No occasion is more important than self-care. Now, let me pause. I do not recommend that you skip out on your wedding day, your high school graduation, those events to take a bubble bath. Not going to judge you if you do, but you need to do your bubble bath the night before. For example, the night before you graduate, it's probably good to stay home. Hang out with your parents. They're going to miss you. You need to chill anyway. You're about to graduate the next day. Night before your wedding day, hang out with your bridal party or your groomsmen. Relax. Take it easy. Go to bed at a decent time. Pop you a melatonin and get some rest. That's what I mean by that. So outside of that, though, like a party, you know, a gathering, that sort of thing, that's not more important than your mental health. So understand that. Also, when you remember that missing things keeps them wanted, you're not going to struggle with FOMO. That's huge because you have the fear of missing out on something. But when you give something time to be missed, you appreciate it more. So here's an example. My husband is in the military and he's gone often. He's about, he just got back from a six week training. He's about to leave for another six week training. He's got a lot coming up this year. And so it's frustrating, but I know me as a person and I get tired of people. Like I lived on my own for a while and it worked out great for me because I like my space. I like to not have to deal with other people in my area. Now my child's different, but I don't mind being alone and having my space. I like the way I do things and it just works for me. So with my husband's career, he's home a lot, but he's gone a lot more. And though that's unfortunate, it works out for us because it gives me time to miss him and him time to miss me and it keeps it fresh. And for my personal preference and my relationship, if he worked like a nine to five job and was home every day all the time when I was home or it would just 
I wouldn't say that I would get tired of him because I love him, but it would just be different. And we would probably bicker more because I just don't deal well with that. I like my space and he does too. And so it really works out well for us and his job. So remembering that, that when you miss something, it makes you want it more and it makes you enjoy it when you have it more. If you go out to the same bar every night of the week for three months straight, you're going to get bored of it. You're going to say, wow, okay, this really isn't as fun as it used to be or whatever it may be. If you go to the mall with your friends every day because they go and you don't want to miss out, you're going to get tired of the mall. You're going to see all it has to offer and it's going to get old. But if you give yourself a break, if you relax, if you decompress and unwind and take some time for yourself, you're not going to have that fear of missing out because you know that you need time to recharge so you can get back and enjoy it later on. That's how it works. It's a cycle. Also, there are people who wish they could miss out. And I've covered this earlier, but seriously, take that and listen to it. There are people who don't get to sit on the couch with their family every Friday night and eat pizza and watch Disney Channel. They don't get that. They don't get to hang out with their family as a whole. They're always on the go with their job. And they just wish for once they could stay at home one weekend and have that family time. Because time has no mercy. It doesn't. And you don't know the last time you're going to be with someone. And when you know that you have that night to look forward to hanging out with your friends or your family and just being intimate and low key and not a loud environment with a ton of strangers, there are people who are jealous for that and they long for that. So appreciate what you have. Understand that FOMO for someone else is a blessing for you, vice versa. I'm not sure if that made sense, but it did in my head. So another one. Things you should have FOMO about. This is going to be the biggest fact of it all. Three things I've written down for this bullet point. Happiness, opportunity, and success. I'm going to say those again. The things you should have FOMO about are happiness, opportunity, and success. Those are things you should have the fear of missing out on. You should be fearful of not having a life full of happiness, having opportunities in your life, or having chances at success. Those are things that you should be fearful of missing out on. A bar, a mall, going out with your friends every weekend, having friends over all the time. Those things aren't awful. If you want to partake in those, go ahead. But if you miss out on those, it's not the end of the world. They can come around again. It's not going to make or break your life in terms of how much your life is valued, how much worth it has. You can go do those things. That's great. But if you really want to get the most out of your life... The things you need to fear missing out on are happiness, opportunity, and success. That to me is so essential and so key. And you know what? If you have happiness, opportunity, and success, what have you missed out on? What could you possibly have missed out on? Now, if you just have success, you could miss out on a lifetime of happiness. If you have happiness, that's great. But maybe you want to be successful and have opportunity for your family. Think about it. Those three things are so key. They're essential. And if you can't have all of them, above all, at least just be happy. Be happy with yourself. Love yourself. Love your family, your situation. Be so thankful that you just have a roof over your head and a family that loves you and cares about you. That so many people just wish they had that. And they don't have the fear of missing out on that. They are missing out on that. It's true, and I struggle with that. There are days that I'm so ungrateful for things that I have, and it's unfortunate. It really is because when I look back on it, I'm like, wow, that was horrible. I was so selfish for that, but as humans, we just struggle with it, but then I have to tell myself 
you know what, I may have the fear of missing out on the military ball this year, but my soldier is safe. He loves me. He's a great, great father to our child. Or I may have the fear of missing out on going out with my friends to their girls trip this weekend. But I have a child here that I'm his favorite person in the whole world. And he's growing and learning every day that goes by. And I don't want to miss that. So just be mindful of that, y'all. FOMO is a real thing. Everyone's going to struggle with it. We all have it. There's not much you can do about it in terms of making it go away completely, but you can definitely manage it to where it's so minimal you don't even notice it. So please, please don't ever be afraid to reach out to me on Instagram at Emily G. Richeson. Feel free to utilize the anonymous Dropbox on my Instagram biography. Click that. I need your suggestions for episodes. I have a ton already, but I'm willing to disregard all these if it means that you have some that you would really love for me to cover. Any suggestions you may have in terms of content, what you like, what you don't really care for, all those things. And above all, leave a review down there. I really want other people involved in what we have going on here at Chaos Under Control. Thank y'all for coming by. Y'all are great. Have a blessed day.